0: Hello, and welcome to, and let's be heard, for Thursday, September, I'm sorry, Thursday, October, September, listen to me, Thursday, October 6th, 2022, I'm Micah Chopley. don't know why I'm in September, no clue why I said September, who knows, maybe that Biden disease is spreading to my brain, anyway, no, it's definitely Thursday, October 6th, Because it's my mother's birthday. I know that. Her birthday is October 6th, not September 6th. Oh, boy. I think the world is making me go crazy. I think it's making me go nuts. I really do. There's so much happening. I was just watching. I just got the last 10 minutes of the Kanye West interview on Tucker Carlson, which is pretty interesting. Um, I want to watch more of that. But, um... Well, what happened to Kanye was like, we'll lead into what I want to start with, which is censorship. You know, the left wants the censorship. Here's a black guy and you can't be conservative. A black man can't like Donald Trump, right? A black man can't be conservative. A black man can't be anti-Clinton. They have to submit. This is the left. They will censor and try to destroy and defame any black guy, whether it's Kanye West or Herschel Walker, right? Herschel Walker, they particularly hate him because he should be a lefty, right? He should be, he's in Georgia, he's a black guy. He's got to love Bill Clinton. He's got to worship at the altar of Obama. He has to. Otherwise, he ain't black, as Mr. Malarkey himself said. But what I really want to talk about, we can get to that. If you want to talk about that, that's fine. Whatever's on your mind is on my mind. But I went on Twitter today. I opened it up. It's always very trepidatious. So the good news is, like I put on the heading of Musk. Elon Musk finally <clears throat> I was losing track of what was going on it was taking so fucking long and there was so many so much drama going on. Elon finally bought Twitter. It was like for the exact same dollar to the penny, like forty four billion, right? So I don't know what he did. I don't know what was going on. I think he really just wanted them to admit, and they finally had to, that there was a shitload of bots. And so people over the last couple of days have been saying their follower numbers have been dropping. I mean, there are some people on here who say their follower numbers have been dropping by the hundreds or the thousands, and they're not sure what that is. If that's some kind of a purge, if it's a bot purge, if it's uh, a combination of bot purging and also the the wacko left leaving Twitter again. Remember they left Twitter several months ago when, um, when Musk announced he was buying it, then they came back, I think. Maybe now they've left again. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, that's the case so far. And uh, people seem to say, I I don't have enough followers. I have like 6,500. So I think I lost 30 and gained 10. I don't know what's going on. I don't really follow that too much. But people with a lot of followers have said they've been losing chunks of followers. But anyway, now I think it's official. I don't know exactly when he takes the office, when he takes the seat, when he has his hands on the controls. I don't know exactly when that happens. Hopefully before the end of the year because Twitter is continuing their censorship bullshit. You think they would learn? They now have Elon Musk as their owner, okay? Elon Musk is their owner. Do they want to keep their jobs or not? And I tried to get this word out to Musk today. This shit has to end. Anyone who can t- Musk now owns Twitter. Anyone on the board, anyone all these nutty techies, these crazy techies, or whatever algorithm they have there, if it's not changed, those people need to be fired. They need to be let go. There should be no censorship on the Elon Musk, and everyone who's a real person like myself and you should get a blue check mark. There shouldn't be this class system of check marks. Anyone who's a blue check mark should mean you're not a bot. You're a verified human. That's it. There should be no blue check marks for certain people and not for others. And it doesn't even make sense. There's no rhyme or reason. There are people blue check marks never fucking heard of before, and then there are people on there like Jay Jay J who of course Twitter won't give a blue check mark to. They'll give a blue check mark to evil. Nefarious, disgusting Fauci, but they won't give a blue check mark to Jay Bhattacharya. And of course, if Fauci has one, Bhattacharya should have one. He's a doctor, he's on TV also. If, that, if those are the qualifications to be on TV, then he should have a blue check mark also. But the way Musk should run it is that all verified accounts have a blue check mark. That's it. So you know you're not talking to a robot. That's all. And he has to stop this censorship. Now, what got me going is Dr. Peter McCullough's account was suspended again. So if you go to Twitter and look up Peter McCullough, MD, you know who Peter McCullough is. If you've listened to this show, he's been right. About, he, basically, I can tell all I can tell you about Peter McCullough is he's been right about COVID since day one. That's it. That's all you need to know. And that's why he's banned. So Jay J Bhattacharya looks like, yeah, Jay Bhattacharya wrote, I have no idea what public purpose Twitter thinks is serving by suspending McCullough. There are plenty of other ways for Peter to get his message out and plenty of people who challenge aspects of his thinking on this hell site. Let the debate happen. Yes. Thanks. Also, people, Elon Musk has still not bought Twitter. It is still not, okay, free. Tweets like this, censors, it's watching. Okay. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He now owns it. Everyone knows he has bought it. It's complete. It's done. And everyone knows his view of free speech and the reason why he bought Twitter. So if you're at spe- if you're at Twitter now and you want to keep your job, you should stop censoring people or you should change those algorithms because the previous owners don't own it anymore. So basically, if you want to keep it, it doesn't matter if Musk officially owns it now or two weeks from now, two months from now. If you want to have a job in 2023, cut this shit out. And Musk should fire everyone who does this now. Everyone at Twitter who censors people at this point on, should be fired by Elon Musk when he officially takes over, period. So if they want to keep their job, they should cut this shit out. And I'm trying to get that message out to Musk to tweet about this, that the censorship needs to end now. Okay. So we see Dr. Peter McCullough canceled again on Twitter. I don't know what he said. I have no idea what he said, but whatever he said was fine because he's been right. In other words, if you're going to base this on who's been right, and who's been lying, then Fauci should be. Well, Fauci's not even on Twitter. He doesn't have the fucking balls to even go on Twitter. He's such a ballless human. Sans cojones that he doesn't even go on Twitter. But there are others on Twitter like Fauci who have been lying and lying and lying. Like like uh, wh- f- f- Dingling Dr. Fingalinga Dingling, whatever the fuck his name is. Fangle Dingle Dingle. He's been lying all along. He's still on there. So if you're going to go by who's been lying more, Dingleface should be gone. Dingleberry should be gone. And McCullough shouldn't be suspended. I don't get what McCullough just said that supposedly got him suspended. It's got to be a lot closer to the truth, if not the the exact truth, than Fauci and Dingleberry have been, have been spreading over the last two and a half years. All right. So this has got to end. It has to end. And now Elon Musk has the power, I believe, to say, cut the shit now. Fine. If you're going to say I'm not the rightful owner, I'm going to fire your ass when I am. If you don't stop it now. Everyone there is gone. How about that? This is like in the military, you know, when one person did something, they punished everybody for it. doesn't matter if uh, the other 50 people, cadets, were not responsible. How about this? The censorship stops now. If it doesn't, you're all fired why take take over. You know what? If he said that, the censorship would stop before my show ends. Before my show ends, the censorship would stop. So that's basically what needs to happen. He needs to threaten them now. It's long enough. Okay? Don't they know this is why he bought it? Don't they understand that? And yet they still have the fucking nerve to suspend people and someone like Peter McCullough after it's official that Musk bought it? For $44 billion? I don't think it's worth $4, to tell you the truth. But he's paying $44 billion. What's the stock now? The stock's down like, what, 20 points since he first offered that money? So cut the shit. He's got to make it clear. He's got to make that clear. And like Dr. Bhattacharya says, it's so childish. Because McCullough will go on Fox. He'll go on Hannity. He'll go on Carlson. (laughs) Who <laughs> will go on the highest rated show in the world. Who gives a fuck about Twitter? Bhattacharya is on the highest rated network on the highest rated shows in the world. If they think they're that hot shit? Give me a break. Oof, what did you say here? The techies own it. The government owns it through the Atlantic Council. I'm not sure what that is, but if you want to call in in a few minutes and tell me what the Atlantic Council is, because I don't know everything, uh, believe it or not. Um, so, that's the latest thing that got me really upset. Was that they're continuing the censorship? They're not. They're not getting it. They don't seem to be getting this. this was the new boss wants. I mean, I've been at I've been at companies where we know new people are taking the new boss is coming, and we know the new boss is like, and we're trepidatious, and we're preparing, and we're making sure we're you know ready for them. These people don't seem to give a shit. This is the exact reason the guy bought it. The exact reason. And yet they continue and continue, and, and yet they persist, and yet but she persisted, right? Warren, And yet they persist. I don't get it. I'm not, I'm not understanding also why Elon is not doing what I'm doing right now and threatening to fire them all. He can fill those positions quite easily, especially with I'm sure the money he's going to pay, which is probably better than what Twitter's paying now. Plus, you probably can buy into all of his stocks. I mean, I think it'll be a great deal. I mean, maybe, hey, maybe I'll go work at Twitter. Maybe he wants to start a Twitter podcast, and I can host it. Oh my god! So there was that—that that really pissed me off. And then on the top of that, you see, while they're censoring, I'll get to you in a second, Dom Estic. Um, mm-hmm. While they're censoring Twitter, while they're censoring McCullough, you have fucking Fauci going on uh, the Late Show with Stephen Colbert. That corporate unfunny hack job who sold out totally from the Colbert report. Talk about a total sellout. What is with these old, scared sellouts like Stern and Colbert who were once funny, who were once talented and have lost it all through the two... It took them two years to lose all their talent, all of their humor, all of their fucking nerve, all of their balls. Why? Because they're old, scared old men of getting a fucking cold? They're afraid of getting a fucking cough. Is that why they've sold out? So, yes. Why am I talking about Colbert? Mike, come on. Because Fauci was on. Here, the late show put up a, 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 yeah. Dr. Fauci was eligible for his COVID booster shot. So Stephen took him next door to the pharmacy to get vaccinated. And they had quite the trip. Oh, a skit, a funny skit of a Fauci going and getting booster number 27 after he's had COVID fucking 10 times. This fucking fool. Colbert, first of all, is not funny. His his monologue, which is like 80 minutes long, is not funny. His writers suck. He obviously didn't bring his writers from the Colbert Report, or they cut their nuts off, because they're not funny anymore. There's nothing edgy about it. It's awful. It's not funny, which is why his ratings are in the sewer, and and he's being beaten by Fox. That's why he's not funny. There's nothing funny about the show. It is basically a show that's written by DNC mouthpieces. He's now a mouthpiece for the Democratic Party. That's what Stephen Colbert is. How much can I suck up to the Democrats? How much can I suck up to Joe Biden? How much can I suck up to 80-year-old men? And look at Stern. How does it report that Howard Stern finally went out of his apartment after two years. How fucking sick do you have to be? To still be afraid to go outside your apartment. And, we, and of course, we know Stern was totally one of the those kill the, kill the unvaccinated. Kill them, get rid of them, put them in camps. A guy that used to have nerve. A guy used to go up against the FCC and get million dollar fines and not care. Another one. Old man, scared old man, scared of getting a fucking cold. This is what's happened to these people. It's shocking what's happened to these people like Colbert and Stern. Talk about corporate establishment suck-ups. Corporate establishment suck-ups with no edge, nothing. Is there anyone out there? Is there anyone out there? to See, this is why people like Donald Trump. Because the guy at least has the balls to talk the truth. Speak his mind. Forget if you think it's truthful or not. Forget if you think, you know, you've with his policies or not. He says what he believes. And that's so rare these days. That's why people like Donald Trump. They're tired of these establishment corporate hacks in politics, in the media. That's all you get. And I'm tired of Fauci being treated as a hero when he's the biggest villain in my lifetime. I'm tired of it. He needs to go to jail, not fucking CBS. Once again, you gotta vote for Republicans in four and a half weeks. Or Fauci will not be in jail. He'll continue to be on television. Well, after he retires. This guy can't retire soon enough. We have to wait till after the holidays for this fuck to retire? Not that it's going to matter. Because they'll continue to put him on, they'll continue to give him awards, they'll continue to put millions of dollars into his bank account, as other people died and other people went broke because of his fucking policies. When are we going to say enough is enough? Really, when are we going to say enough is enough and really fight back? The left has no problem with really fighting back, do they? The left has no problem making us scared. We're all scared to leave our homes, not because of COVID, because of the left, the way they run our cities, because we're worried about getting raped or looted or robbed or killed or shot. The left has no problem making us scared. When are we going to make them a little scared? When are we really going to fight back and stop this garbage, stop this nonsense? It's well past time. We've given them enough time to get their act together, to grow up. right i'm angry i better i know i know dom estic
1: likes to go to bed early so hey how you doing how are you doing mike your uh your you... anger is very needed because uh ah. there's not enough anger around everybody's hiding behind polite smiles and polite you know everything so it's good to be angry it's rejuvenating thank you <laughs> i am um, wanted to make a quick comment about the first part about uh, the censorship that you were talking about. Maybe I'm too optimistic, but what I'm thinking is happening is that the same people who hate Elon Musk, the same people on Twitter who live for censorship, these are their last pre-agony, pre-death kicks. They're trying to do as much as they can of what they love to do, cancelling and banning before they're gone. <laughs> What's the point of that, though? But, but you see, if, if Elon
0: Musk simply said, why they have to be gone? He, he didn't say he's firing everybody. He said he'll take a look once he gets in. He said if you do your job, if you show up and you do your job to the best of your ability and work hard, you can have a job there. That's what he said the last time I heard him. So he wasn't threatening everybody. But I think if he simply said, look, everyone knows I've got this now, the censorship and why I'm buying it. The censorship stops now if you are censoring people i don't want you working for me why can't he see i think he should say that maybe he will yeah maybe he will there's just you know he just officially bought this yesterday i don't know but uh, i hope hopefully enough people i'm not the only one reaching out to him to tell him to make sure this stops
1: yeah you know the people who censor based on you know some of the information i've seen in messages it's not a whatever thing to them they live for this they are fanatical. They have one-way view of how things need to be, and their whole life is reduced to... to it's, it's, it's Karen on steroids. Imagine somebody who is walking down the street tells you how to cover your face. It's the same Karen who has been given a million times more power.
0: You know, so, uh, you just sure. reminded me of something. I know cause yeah. Dom Estic <laughs> <Yes.
1: laughs> also lived
0: in San Francisco, very close to me. And I'm, I was just about to—I forgot because I was prepared. I'll do it after the show. I was in, in a lift about an hour ago, and I get in the car. You would, you, you will really appreciate this. I get in the lift now. The guy's not wearing a mask, so uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm optimistic, right? I see the guy. All I see first is the driver is not wearing a mask. I'm like, all right. I get in the car, and I'll show. I'll, I'll, I'll post the photos on my Twitter account. <laughs> it's like the car was built like out of Mad the movie Mad Max. There was a glass shield. Oh. Okay, wait. He had a glass, a, a thick, a thick pla- a thick plastic. At first, I thought maybe it was bulletproof. Bulletproof. I thought, well, this makes sense, but it wasn't bulletproof. <laughs> it, it was a thick plastic glass, and shooting out of the plastic glass were two little holes with these big tubes. And I'm sitting there next to my roommate, looking at these <laughs> tubes shooting at us, and I'm thinking. What? I looked at him like, what the fuck are these tubes? Well, you know what it was? He had the tubes put into the air conditioning unit and the heating unit so the heat and the air could get back uh. through little holes that he punched, that he cut open. It, this This must have taken about three or four hours to set up at least, maybe longer. But it was something out of Mad Max looking. I was like, what the hell is this? Look how crazy these people are here.
1: And, you know, the sad part is, and I'm afraid, I hope I'm wrong, that we plateaued at about 10-15% of masks and all the other insanity. I think some degree of it is here, um, I don't know, forever, specifically in San Francisco. So that's really uh, disappointing. I'm seeing plenty of Lyft and Uber drivers
0: wearing masks. I'd say one out of every two.
1: I guess. Also, the, uh, you know, in Europe, the bus drivers, forget about passengers, the bus drivers don't wear masks. You know, here, the most of the bus drivers do, so they don't set a good example for passengers. Yeah, no, no,
0: I, I don't know. Do you know if the bus drivers here are being told they have to?
1: Really? No, I don't think I don't so, know. no. It's
0: always possible.
1: It's always, no, you know, no, cause... no, 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 no. Are you sure? For many months, yeah, they have no mandate. So to answer your question about when people are going to get angry and say enough is enough, yeah. look at them. They're still, if they're eating this up, that means that they're not angry at all. They're perfectly fine.
0: Well, angry. what I should say is not the left. I don't think that, I think they've had plenty of time to come around almost three years now. If you're not going to come around in three years time, especially with all the information we have at our fingertips now, forget it. I'm talking about people like us. I'm serious. I mean, I do this show and I know people complain on Twitter and I know people will vote for Republicans in four and a half weeks. But at some point, At some point, they have to kind of feel our anger, you know? They have to feel it more. And I don't think they are. In order to be afraid of what they're doing to us, being being afraid of what they're doing to society. And the left, the BLM people, have no problem doing that, right? Look at what they did in the summer of 2020, right? They showed their anger. They showed people their anger. They made people afraid of them. And the left has always been very good at that. Uh, The conservatives, not so much, you know?
1: Well, people in San Francisco—they are half asleep in part because uh, the only thing they care about is stock options. As long as their stock options vest, who cares about anything else?
0: Yeah, well, you know what is the, the the conservatives always like want to do things, you know, straight lace bow ties. Oh, we we do it through the polls, we do it through elections. Well, once again, I, I I'm I don't know if that's going to be enough. I don't know if putting Republicans in is going to make them put Fauci's feet to the fire. And actually threatened to jail him. I don't. I don't know if they're going to do that. I mean, Rand Paul's the only one who's come close to that, right? Yeah, Rand Paul has come at least close to saying that Fauci belongs in jail. You know, uh, but the rest haven't. You know, the, the, the other Republicans who have been in office for the last two and a half years haven't done it. So, what what faith is there that the new Republicans going in are going to do it?
1: Yeah, and know. you know, it's just heartbreaking. This guy, that who was rescuing the Coast Guard guy who has been fired after everything we know. It's just so heartbreaking that still it's going on. Still, after everything we know, after everything that has been published everywhere, and they're still doing it, after the rest of the world stopped doing it, like... Are we in a, some kind of alternate reality? Are we in the matrix? Is this well, for real? And that's the
0: problem. They don't need to be afraid of doing it to us. And I say us. It's not, it's not done to me, but it's done to my friends, brothers and sisters. You know, I, that, that, that matters. You know, I care yeah. about other people. And it seems like they're just not afraid. The Biden administration, the Democratic governors like Newsom are not afraid. They're not. They'll keep doing it. I, I don't know. I, you know. I don't know if Republicans can stop Biden from doing this. You know, who, I think yeah. the only way you stop him is by taking him to court. Right. But I, I don't know. I, I just I don't know whether he can be stopped and it won't stop really until the Republicans in the White House. And by then, you know, how much damage is going to be done in the after four and a half years of this. Right. So I, I don't know. Yeah. I, mean, you know I, just, I,
1: I just hope that Elon Musk delivers. I'm optimistic because, like you mentioned, this is the whole reason he buys it. He more, He wants to make it a better platform for the world freer and better right so i'm optimistic are you
0: i'm i, I am optimistic that I, all i can say is maybe he's just waiting to officially take over but if i'm him yeah. and it's being announced that i've bought it it's gone through the courts i'm buying it now's a really good time to say look if you want to keep your jobs look he had no problem saying if you want to keep your job when i'm boss you have to work hard and show up but and give 110 percent so why can't he simply say the the censorship stops today and if the censorship doesn't stop today i'll take care of things when i get in that office why can't he say that I well, would.
1: It's, it's possible that he's concerned that if the mob is significant enough they can damage the company they can uh, you know delete some software they can all quit on the same day and it's not that easy to find this many people to write it. But he he might have his own pressures who knows
0: i don't know i, I can't imagine a guy with that kind of money and resources and the people he knows and the people who already are under his employee. I, I can't imagine he doesn't have people ready to, I can't imagine people already haven't applied to him. You know, people who work for maybe in other areas, other companies aren't even ready to go on day one. I c I can't imagine that. I can't imagine he doesn't have a, guy like that has to have a yeah. guy like that has to have a game plan for a year now. Maybe they
1: a, need a cleansing fire anyway, right? Well that's very possible. <laughs>
0: No, it's very possible because the people there now have this certain mindset. They're all Democrats. We saw that, that 99% of them give to Democrats. So we know that. So they have a certain mindset. Can you change that mindset? Or will they just be, in other words, will they be the enemies all the time to him? Will they be his constant enemies and adversaries and trying to undermine him? He can't have that. He can't have that. He's got to have people who agree with his his uh, ethic and agree with his vision, don't they? Doesn't yeah. They-
1: yeah, Yeah, or at least not be fanatical. You know, you want to be a Democrat, you want to be left, fine. Don't bring it to work where you don't let other people talk and you you manipulate things, right?
0: And you do as the boss says, the guy that pays your salary, a very good one. You do as they wish. That's all. That's it. If you don't like it, you leave, right? You can quit. No one's forcing yeah. you to keep the job. Go get a job at Facebook. Go get a job at TikTok. And who knows? People have the option to leave if they don't like it. You know, I think some have already said they're going to leave, so let them leave, you know. But I think at some point now, it's, it, in other words, I think to many people, because everyone knows the reason why he's buying it is to stop this. Now that he's officially bought it, that's announced in public knowledge, many people will think he already controls it. And it's not good image for him to have this continue now. Yeah. Because he's a de facto owner. Yeah. So... It, it reflects badly on him now. I think if this continues, you know, and when you suspend someone like Peter McCullough, the day after this happens, it makes it look like you're worse
1: than yeah. the regime. I mean, how could it be done without his knowledge? This is a pretty famous guy, right? But he just found out when we all found out. He's not there yet, so he probably just found out when we
0: found out that yeah. that he was that he was you know banned. I mean, I I tweeted him and said it had to stop. I'm sure millions of people did, you know. So he knows it now, but at some point you know, he has to say, look, this, this has to end. And also I think everyone who's been suspended to this point, including Donald Trump needs to be able to be brought back on. Yeah. Right. All that, all the, all those accounts need to be unsuspended. Now, whether Donald Trump and others, I I think Donald Trump likes his truth media. He can control things more that way. And I don't, I don't blame him, but, um, they should have the option of coming back if they want, you know, there should be amnesty, if you will, for everyone who has been (laughs) canceled, uh, yeah. You know, the last three years and and before that, every there needs to be a total amnesty. You know, I I think he needs to really get on it very soon, because this is just getting worse and worse and worse. When you have someone of Peter McCullough's stature, his stature, this is not some fly by night doctor. No, this is not some two dollar quack. This is a an established doctor who has been right about everything for two and a half years. Yeah, so it just looks bad, man. It just looks bad. I think.
1: Well if you what you say is true which it might be that the only that the main reason he's spending 44 billion is to make this platform truly free for all and open for all then this should be his first priority then we should see some significant you know he has quite a few other things to finalize this right. court case i'm sure there's some other issues but yeah. hopefully this would be one of the first priorities and in the next couple of weeks we'll see some significant changes and you know my partner who you know very well she yeah. has been banned She's incapable of saying anything extreme, but she was banned a long time ago, so uh, she's also waiting <laughs> for something for an alert to be um, to be unblocked.
0: Oh, but there is there is good news. You know, we talk. I've, I've said for the last half hour, what can we do? We have to do something. Enough is enough. The good news is, and I'll tell you now on the air live. Uh, I will I will be able to go with you next Friday. Is it next Friday, right?
1: Uh, whenever it is that's wonderful, so now we have two passengers that's uh that's but, wonderful so maybe so. maybe
0: maybe we should tell people out there with the this is for everybody right anyone can register right
1: uh yeah yeah, and uh, uh and I think it's 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 um it's probably free. I don't know if it's gonna be at an uh at someone's home or at an event space, but yes, is it next Friday? I think I believe, you're right
0: yes, next Friday, I'm almost yeah. sure as positive so
1: there's gonna be a meeting with Dr. Scott Atlas and Dr Aaron Kiriati. That's exciting. And, That's so exciting. Yeah. Everyone knows Scott Atlas. Aaron Carriati, most people also know, is a hero who was fired from UC Irvine or whatever for not agreeing to get vaccinated. He's also been vocal about all the stuff on, on TV. And so it's going to be, it sounds like it's going to be a rather intimate meeting. And these are amazing doctors. They're amazing speakers. And it will be fun. It's going to be in Palo Alto. And I think I have uh, you as a passenger now, which is good. So how do, do you know how people might... Uh, Go on that
0: registry. What is there a website to that? What was the so, website? You remember the website? I don't that? know if
1: I can give my email address right now. Should I?
0: Not um, your email. No, I mean you can give your if you want. Or I mean, but isn't there? There was a registration thing you sent me to, but I forgot what it was. I forgot yeah. the the link to yeah, reg- I,
1: yeah. I forgot that too. But maybe uh you know, if I look up online, if people want. To email me. I'll just give my email. What the hell? It's 415lawyer at gmail.com. Again, 415lawyer at gmail.com. If you send me a message telling me that you need information about this event, um, I will find a link and I'll send it to you.
0: That, that that email 415 lawyer sounds like a commercial, like an ambulance chaser. Four one five lawyer. <laughs>
1: well, I didn't put it on the oh,
0: billboard. Four one five lawyer. If you, yes. had, if you drank poisonous yeah. water and yes, stuff. and
1: I will tell everyone that you should never miss these types of events. I went to oh, uh, they're
0: great. We ate. Hey, uh, by the one of the one of the guys who fired, who filed the lawsuit against Newsom for censoring doctors is yeah. is Block McDonald. We saw him.
1: Yeah, yep. we saw him. And I want to tell people whether it's 30 bucks or 100 bucks. these events are like the most fun. You're surrounded by people who feel what you feel. You meet in a much closer environment. You're famous people that you've been following online. So Mark McDonald is amazing. He just filed a lawsuit. I saw Kevin Kylie and Steve Hirsch at somebody's home in San Rafael last week. As you know, that was amazing. So these events are very important. They're very inspired. And if you feel down... And if you, if you feel like something has been, you know, squeezed out of you, these, these types of events really bring back the juice. They
0: do. And this one, this one's free though, isn't it? I think, yeah, the one next Friday is free.
1: I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So it would be great. And you can talk to them. You can take selfies. And what's more fun than that? (laughs)
0: No, and also I'm sure Scott Atlas, I'm guessing, will have sell his book, which I like to buy anyway. You bought it, didn't you? Did you buy Atlas's book? No, didn't
1: you? I bought it even before on yeah, Amazon. Yeah. But yeah. Doctor McDonald is, um, you know, his interview with uh, on Liberty, on Liberty News, on YouTube. He's amazing. He's not beating around the bush. So he wrote the first book called United States of Fear. Now the second book came out. It's called Freedom of Fear. It's a very short and to the point read. What an amazing guy what a What a hero too, and the fact that he filed a lawsuit five days or three days after this legislation about censoring doctors passed about the law that only goes into effect on January first shows you how much he cares oh no he he's but definitely
0: a good guy, and he make perfect sense, and uh, I wish there were more therapists like him in San Francisco because you can't find it's hard to find a therapist here who doesn't make you wear a mask because that city <laughs> city law city law. When you go in to speak i mean isn't it great to have therapists who can't see your face and you can't see-
1: <laughs> do that- you agree with his idea that masks should be banned outside in public oh, you know i've said them. that
0: you sent me that yeah. video yeah domestic sent me a video yesterday of him talking about how mark metal saying it should be illegal to wear masks and i said this yet last week on the show i've said it 20 times that he called it like the uh, contract with society you have but Basically, I call it the aesthetic of a city. Like I said, there are many cities, most of them, where you could own a home. It's your home, you own it. But you can't put litter all over your front yard and the backyard. You can't put litter all over your front yard, even if it's not dangerous. It's the aesthetic. The city doesn't want it looking dirty and bad. So they can <laughs> fine <they can laughs> you thousands and thousands of dollars if you have litter, garbage on your front lawn and your home, yeah. even though it's your property and you paid for it because it's the aesthetic of the city. And I believe that goes for masks. And that's basically what McDonald was saying. You don't, yeah. want, you don't want to be in the city where everyone looks like they're walking around in an emergency room. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And also, and also the point uh-huh. I make that criminals are using it to commit crimes right. and cover their faces.
1: Yeah. Since when is it okay to walk into a bank with a mask or a store two years after the so-called to pandemic? You be illegal to walk into yeah. a bank with, with a mask. <laughs> you would be stopped and thrown out
0: or told to take the mask off, Yeah. right? Yeah. Now, up, up until about six months ago here in San Francisco, you couldn't go into a bank with a mask on, off. You had, you had to be a mask on. How crazy is that? But yeah. now criminals are using it. Every video I see of, of crimes being committed, which is about 30 videos a day in every city now, <laughs> all of the criminals, young criminals, have masks on. And they're not wearing them because they're afraid of a fucking cold. OK, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: they're wearing them to disguise their faces. And in the old days, when someone walked into your establishment with that on, you could tell them to take it off or you'd be very leery of them. You'd watch them. Right. Yes. Nowadays, it's just commonplace. So they're getting away with it. They're using it to commit crimes. Enough is enough. Make them illegal. It should be illegal, like he said, unless you have certain circumstances where you have to have it on for some reason. Um, there should be no one allowed to wear a mask period.
1: Yeah. yeah, we're a small minority. What you say makes sense. Uh, well, thank you for letting me talk, uh, Mike. I um, wanted to ask you, is the Daniel here the Daniel that I think it is, or it's someone else? Of course. Okay, Okay. <laughs> okay. so he's coming with us too, so my car is going to be full. Perfect. We have a full house for Palo Alto.
0: Yeah, and like I said, anyone else out there who's in the Bay Area, anywhere in the Bay Area really look into this next Friday. In fact, I'll find the exact link and all of my shows next week. I'll talk about it. I'll promote it up until Friday. But you should really—this is to meet Scott Atlas. Is I mean that's hopefully you know that's my my goal. I'll have to find a way to meet him. Hopefully, and we'll you can be-
1: also ask questions and you can say thought-provoking things and yes. get get a response from him or in, from the crowd. So uh, again, anybody who wants to email me a link, and I'm sure that Daniel can also you know send us a link. But I'll find it. I'll find it. So you guys can email me and Mike, you promote it and we'll have fun. Thank you for letting me talk. And uh,
0: all right. Thanks. Have a good night. Thanks. Okay. Let's go to, let's go to William. William, how are you doing tonight?
2: Hey, Mike, can you hear me? Okay. Yep. Good. Good. Yeah. I'm glad you covered Peter McCullough. Boy, I love that guy right from the start when he came out. And the Ron Johnson hearings and then the rabbinical courts just laying this, laying the truth out, the truth bombs in early uh, 2020 and uh, calling this whole thing a series of bioweapons. I mean, he never pulled a punch and that man, along with the American frontline doctor, Simone Gold, who went to prison for speaking the truth inside the Capitol building. You know what I mean, yes, absolutely. no, Peter McCullough'
0: has been right every step of the way, and what is this yeah. and of course, because of that they have to ban him now, especially I know. It's as more evidence comes out proving he's right, now's the time to get rid of him, right Is that crazy? I mean, oh my God I well, and believe... you know they will they'll probably bring him back on because of the pressure eventually, yeah. and musk will will buy it and bring him back on. I mean, we'll take over, but the fact of the matter is they they'll they'll they will say that, oh, a robot does it. They'll say, he, he, you know, robot scans the tweets and the robot found some wording or something that was supposedly against, you know, they love calling, what do they call it? Terms of service, community, <laughs> gu- I mean, how <laughs> Orwellian is this? Terms of service, community guidelines, <laughs> you know, and they'll say that, and oh, you know, they, they didn't really pick him out. No one out there picked him out. We know that's total probably bullshit, you know, but they'll, uh-huh. they'll blame the bot. They'll blame the robot that, that runs the automated system there that flag something, you know, but we know that's not true. We know there are lefties that work there. They're all lefties and they don't like him and they don't like the truth. Anything against the Biden administration narrative or the Gavin Newsom narrative and they, or the, or the Justin Trudeau narrative. And they just ban these people. They just ban them period. It's, 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 it's communism, baby. It's communism. It is. Let's call it what it is.
2: Yeah. I mean, I see it. Like Sheldon Wallen inverted totalitarianism, where basically the corporations are the government. Well, they act to run the government. Um, uh, I I don't know, man. You know, I'm an independent to tell you honestly, and I I've seen trickle down economics the first time. I Heard of that? I said that, that that's absolute nonsense. It'll never work. And uh, so I'm a little. Looking at it from all transnational corporations, including the Catholic Church and Mormon Church, they're 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 running the show. But it's really the banksters above them, you know. And 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 what some people call Mr. Global, you know what I mean? In other words, the banksters being through the Bank of International Settlements. You got what? You got Vanguard. You got BlackRock. You got State Street, you got uh JP Morgan, of course, involved starting the Federal Reserve. I mean I go a little mm, to that point and say I really I mean, listen, I don't agree with the Democrats at all. But I don't agree with Miss McConnell. <laughs> I can't get behind Miss McConnell either. I, I just Yeah. I think it's a total like right, right and left wing yeah. Part of the same corrupt bird. There are some good people, yeah. certainly trying to do some right things.
0: What if, what if, what if the, what if the, um, the majority leader in the Senate was was Rand Paul? How would you feel about that?
2: I like Rand Paul. I think he's yeah. trying to do the right thing. I mean, obviously he calls out uh, Fauci, and uh, he's a libertarian, isn't he? And uh,
0: yeah, I just think there's something about McConnell m- most of us don't like. <laughs> you know, I just think you know what? It's that it's that kind of it's the same thing as Biden, but yeah. but the opposite party, right? It's just like lifelong exactly. F century politician, yeah. political hack who has just been there too long and is basically yeah. a, a poster boy for term limits. There should be exactly. term limits.
2: You know? Oh, I, I you're not gonna get go, <laughs> I agree hundred percent. I just uh but I I think the corporate donors on K Street, really, own both parties. To tell you honestly, I, I, when you think about it, like Pfizer, for example, mm-hmm. um, Trump, Trump really, I think, like Bolsonaro, finally came out and said, you know, I was wrong. I should have stood up stronger. And I don't know what else to say. But Trump is still touting the vaccine. I haven't heard him say, you know, I was misled and the science. Uh, was misrepresented or anything like that I think he's got a big achilles heel there release with people like me, whereas at least DeSantis has been against us from the beginning you know what i mean so yeah, yeah,
0: yeah absolutely yeah you know i i don't i don't uh you know there are a lot of things Republicans have done in the past that i haven 't you know agreed with but yeah. i'm <clears throat> i'm starting to agree with them more i am i'm, I'm still I'm, I'm starting to see how a lot of the policies that the left, at least the current left are pushing yeah. are, are, are really bad for society, whether it's the economy, whether it's crime, whether it's right. immigration, whether it's the COVID stuff. I just think, you know, sometimes parties change and people within parties change and right. the extremes sometimes take over each party for at least for a while. Right. Remember there was the, what was that extreme, the tea party, remember them, the tea party, whatever happened to them. <laughs> remember when that was like the extreme right and people mm. are, like, being turned off by them. And I think now the pendulum has switched. And now we're getting with the Tea Party of the left. With yeah. these, they call themselves progressives. I don't think – I think that's a, a kind word to use. They're not progressives at all. They're more like regressives, you know. But I think those are the people who now are really controlling the Democratic Party. And I don't think it's a good thing. I mean, look at Cori Bush. She goes on TV and still says to fund the police. She's nuts. These people are not sane, you know. So, right. it's, it's, You
2: know, yeah. consider it. It's almost like um a, a three dimensional psyop. In other words, it's uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is the the JP Morgan's of the world, the Warburgs, the Astors, you know, the big families, the Rockefellers, Rothschilds, um, to name a few, um, and I know there's many more. What is it, Dimitri out of Italy, there's the Harburgs. You know, the, the big European families, the Windsors, they've been, we had, what, the first Bank of America that Andrew Jackson blasted, and he got, a, they, there was a attempt in his life. Then we had Lincoln fighting the second Bank of America with the Greenback, and we saw what happened to him. We had JFK with the silver certificate. We saw what happened to him. Yeah, right. It seems if you fight the bankers you know what I mean? They're trying to get an independent currency that they can't uh, generate and, and lay a heavy interest rate. What what function does the federal reserve? It's like a, it's a quasi federal entity. It's, it's independent banksters that are a bunch of criminals. Do you follow me? Yes. And, and so the both right and left wing are kind of beholden to them. I, I don't see them. I mean, yeah, there's some differences. Obviously I'd rather live in Florida, where i can go in and get surgeries without have to think about vaccines or sure. getting a nasal swab listen to this one a friend of mine i played football in college and i got signed to the nfl then later the cfl i wasn't taking all the steroids and stuff but let me tell you i wish i listened to grandma and played piano instead because now i need both hits replaced and i got displaced vertebrae i got arthritis everywhere you played in the nfl I got signed by the Patriots the year they went to the Super Bowl in 85. Um, uh, really? I got, yeah. I got signed uh, out of University of Rhode Island. We went to the NCAA quarterfinals. Uh-huh. I was a pulling guard. I was, a, listen to this, I was the smallest guy in the offensive line. Believe it or not, I was, I'm not that tall. I'm one. I was 245, but I could run. I should have been a fullback, but we were loaded at fullback. We ran like a rollout offense, like Flutie did back in the day at Boston College. Yeah, my right tackle was over 300 pounds. The center was 290. The left guard was 280. So my friends who knew me said, "Bill, you look like a pretty good sized guy when I see you alone. You come out of the huddle, you look like a peanut (laughs) next to these guys you play with. They're all giants." So then the Pats signed me outside linebacker, which I never played before. Because I ran well, and I you know, I tested out well in the combine and stuff. But I had no linebacker experience. And that year, the Patriots had an all-pro linebacker, core. You had Steve Nelson. Sure, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I, I barely remember. I mean, was a teenager, but I, I kind of remember back then, mid-'80s. That's yeah, when I was a Yeah. And they had signed the number one draft pick, and they had uh, Clayton Wysoon coming back who was going to take Steve Nelson's place. So they were loaded up. And uh I made it to the last cuts, but you know, it's a numbers thing. Eventually uh it's gonna happen when especially I was out of position. Don Shinnick was our linebacker coach. He and Ray Berry was head coach. Remember the Colts? Lovely. Ray Berry wide receiver. Yeah. And then Shinnick was the linebacker coach who was a linebacker with them. But uh I was trying to learn a lot on the run. I'd never drop back and tried to cover anybody in a pass situation with a cornerback you know it was all new skills right so i eventually got cut and then the next year i got signed with the rough riders oh the, the cfl yeah Canada. so my pseudo claim the fame is i got signed by two teams i went to the bowl season but i got cut by both oh
0: wow so you yeah, so you wow wow so you you were you were a professional football player that must have been interesting it must have been exciting. I
2: tell you, when I came out of you know the, the tunnel and uh, at Foxborough and the, and the rookie scrimmage, even and the place was packed. I started in the rookie scrimmage, of course. So I'm playing against the best ball players, all the rookies against the Redskins. Right. And I had a really good game. And uh, anyway, at the end of the game, one of the scouts came up to me because I hadn't played linebacker in college. Mm-hmm. So one of the scouts come up to me for, where the heck did you play linebacker? How did I miss you? And I said, I was a pulling guard. He goes, oh, no wonder. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. so, but uh, it's funny, when I was growing up, my grandma used to say to me, Billy, play, play, but play piano, don't play football.
0: She says, you know, you just bring this up. Someone just sent videos, remember that something just happened, remember, with Tua a few days, a, few, a couple of weeks ago, where he was had the concussion and they made him play anyway. And something happened, I believe, today, where there was a player who was totally concussed. And now they're talking about, you know, people were talking online about how they won't let their kids play football, that they want their kids to play, you know, baseball or basketball. Yeah not football because it's so dangerous with the concussions and it seems to be getting worse, even though they have all these supposedly very strict protocols, you know, but you know, see, it seems to be, for some reason, the headshots seem to be getting more common.
2: Yeah. To be honest with you, um, I'm in Stratford now and they were doing a gas tie-in at the end of the street here. And I was talking to one of the cops and he, he was, you know, I play football here, so some people know me, you know what I mean, that I, uh, of me. And I was talking, he goes, oh, you're a I go, yeah. He goes, why don't you come talk to our police athletically? The kids will love it. I said, I would tell them to play another sport. I don't think you want me talking to them. (laughs) I tell them to play some non-contact sport. Please don't box. End up like Ali. Or do MMA? I mean, all those guys are going to end up with CT They if they only have CTE. They're going to end up having a hard time. Let me say, three of the guys I played with killed themselves. Twelve of the guys I played with are dead already, and I'm oh, sixty. Oh my god! Seriously, you and are right. That's
0: all from the that's all from the brain damage from the from the concussion. Here's
2: what I think. I think. I mean, it's hard to say because the guys who killed themselves did it before the CTE was, you know being talked about and everything yeah but one of the guys was the happiest funniest guy i've ever met and we were all crushed when we learned he hung himself because we could imagine but you know some people you go to school with they're kind of quiet or they're reclusive and they're not outgoing this fella you remember when streaking was popular back on campus like back in the day yeah so our tailback uh jr would streak with just a tie on and a paper bag. And he was so fat. The cop, the <laughs> campus security, knew who he was, but it, it was harmless. Like he wasn't, it wasn't seen the way it would be seen today. You know, right. it was funny, right. and uh, that's the kind of thing Jr. would do. He was a funny, funny, funny guy. And when I heard, and I roomed with him off campus um, when we graduated, and I never saw him. You know, some people can be depressive at times. I never saw Jr. like that ever. When I heard he hung himself, I'm like, Johnny, you know, you got to be kidding.
0: That's that's terrible. But
2: but know, they find
0: they're finding out that a lot of uh, former football players have done that, and they they really believe it's 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 not a coincidence that it has to do with the damage from the headshots and concussions. that causes depression. Oh, chemical- well, actually, you're
2: right. The I'm mean, going to cut you off. The um, the Bu, you know, I saw uh, the front line expose on the the doctor who discovered the tau protein, you know, in the brains. And I think it was Boston University, if I remember correctly. And then eventually there was a movie made from that. Yes. Yeah, Concussion, um, right? Concussion? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see the movie, but I saw the Frontline Special. I was like, "Yep, yeah, I believe that. And the other thing is, you you see, what happened here is force equals mass times velocity, right? right? And what you've seen is... You see linebackers, like Nick Bonacani, for example, was under 200 pounds, the Dolphins' middle linebacker back in the day, right? You had Singleton, who was around 210. Right. Jack Hamm was 215, and these guys were not running four or fives. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. But with PEDs, the guys got bigger, faster, stronger. Mm-hmm. You got defensive ends running down in the four, six range at, at 270, 280. So you can make the helmet as good as you want. The problem is the concussive activity from the constant impact where the brain bounces around inside the skull. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. And you can't solve that with a helmet. There's nothing you can do about it that way. I suggest, and that's never going to happen, that, well, first of all, let me say, like the NFL does not... Mm. When I was in camp, minicamp, they told us when the test date was going to be for when we came back into camp. We knew it was going to be August 19th. And so the guys knew what to do to work around. Do you follow me?
0: Yes. What
2: the league did was when they initiated in their guidelines, it took two years for them to break it in. So guys could work with their doctors to work around. And growth hormone is still used today heavily a- along with pre hormones. And so you haven't seen the guys come back deflate. You follow me back to normal basal body weight. Great. You see what I'm saying? They're still bigger, faster, stronger. Right. And that's why their injuries and the concussions are always gonna be there until you still you start seeing linebackers again that Two fifteen, two twenty defensive backs at one eighty five, right. two hundred. Bigger, now.
0: bigger, and stronger. Sure, So are huge. It's a more powerful. Let me let me get your. This is a different sport, but let me while you're on with me. Let me get your opinion. Do you have an opinion on the true home run leader
2: in baseball, and whether the steroid error should count? No, I don't think it should. I think it's a it's a real like Hank Aaron. They should I don't think I don't believe looking at Hank Aaron, that he was on juice. He never looked it. You know, it's obvious the juice era was so small. And in that yeah. window, you had
0: Sosa McGuire and right. Bonds hitting home runs, le- you know, hitting 60, 70 home runs a year <laughs> it was ridiculous. I mean, it never happened before then. It hasn't happened since then. It's right. quite obvious. It was the steroids that, uh, you know, I have no I have no doubt. Bonds could have hit 50, 55. Sure. And same thing with McGuire's and it without the stero- Just like I think if Judge took steroids, he did 80. I truly think he could hit 80. You know, but I do believe the steroids gave them that extra boost of fifteen to twenty homers that may have been just fly balls or deep fly balls without the extra power behind it, and uh, and and that those records shouldn't count. They shouldn't count. It's it's, it's cheating, man. It's, it's cheating. Why, why is Pete Rose not able to go into the Hall of Fame? Because they say he was gambling, which is kind of yeah, like cheating, I, I guess. But yet, the steroids records should count. Doesn't make any sense.
2: Doesn't I make... I hundred percent agree with you. In fact, to me. It's a it's a slap in the face to Hank and his family and his kids. I mean, but you know what happens here? You look at like Lance Armstrong, for example. He finally got busted, but for years, it, he made a lot of money. Like, who's cycling today for the American Olympic team? Or, you know, nobody follows cycling like they did when Lance Armstrong was cycling. You right. see what I mean? Yeah. And, when the home run records are being broken, then you got guys like me who weren't really into baseball. It makes the news, but then we see Barry Bonds, where he came in the league at what, maybe 185 or something. Yeah, I put I put up photos a couple of a couple of weeks ago
0: of Bonds yes. in on Pittsburgh and Bonds mm-hmm. then on the Giants, and it, I mean it looks like he gained thirty forty pounds of muscle. Exactly. I mean, he was a skin, he was actually a skinny kid on the he was. Yeah. yeah. But he was an adult. It wasn't like he was eighteen. He was in his twenties. He was an adult. And then all of a sudden, overnight, basically, he became like you know he went like one seventy to two thirty of solid muscle. It didn't happen from chicken and working out. Come on, that's ridiculous. Oh, you know, it was no. it was it was it was the juice that he took. You know, and, and look yeah. and look, I understand that at the time because Bud Selig is just a fucking horrible commissioner that they, he looked the other way because it was good for the game, right? People were hitting home yeah. runs, people going into the ballpark, people watching on right. TV, records were being set. It was exciting. And so they right. looked the other way. But they knew it was happening all along.
2: They knew it. Of course. I mean, remember Balco Labs, the guy who got busted for – Yeah, here
0: in, in the Bay, Bay, Bay Area. Bay. Yeah, yeah,
2: right. Yeah. He's, you know what else he said? He goes – I'm not doing anything different than anybody else. I'm just doing it better, and I have whole basketball teams on my client list.
0: Well, and remember, this brings up – this brings up like – this is like a connection in a way, an analogy to what we're seeing now with like the denouncing of the truth-tellers like McCullough. Remember Canseco told the whole truth about that stuff and how they denounced him? He wrote that book, and they called it – they slandered him, and they tried to destroy his reputation because he was honest and telling the truth, right? Yep.
2: And Absolutely. The truth
0: tellers are always the ones they go after, right? The truth tellers are always the ones they want to destroy because they don't want yeah. the truth to come out because it makes them look bad. It makes, it makes the, the sinister evil people at the top who have been lying all along look bad.
2: Yep. You know? Listen, there's something you and I could talk about sometime if you like. Uh, if you look my name up online, William Bonatati, you might find when I got signed by the Patriots, but the main thing I want to talk about quickly as you talk about whistleblowers you'll see four illegal arrests and then if you go to Connecticut judicial case lookup under my name for party name under criminal you see big fat zero four <laughs> illegal arrests in four years a hunt over 1400 days of malicious prosecution i became a pro se litigant and started suing parties i sued three law firms I went after the town of Trumbull. I got every criminal case dropped, and then I started suing the parties involved, and they just kept cracking down on me. It was absolute insanity um, exposing the corruption in Connecticut, which is one of the most corrupt states. (laughs) Connecticut's been deep blue for a very long time, right? It's completely – we have a DOJ yeah. task force on corruption. Deidre Daly yeah. was the, head of the heading that. I was reporting to her. She indicted and they convicted the CPA, court-appointed CPA in my father's probate matter, Joe Castellano. You can find the press release online. He went to prison. Mm-hmm. I went to four corrupt judges, an attorney. They were all in on it. Nothing happened to them because it's the big club we're not in, the American Bar Association. Do you follow me?
0: Yes.
2: They won't go go after him. The cops won't do anything, even though they have jurisdiction. They won't step on judges' toes. But this is where I, it's the inverted totalitarianism. You know, the, the, the American Bar Association, oh, remember, you may remember 60 Minutes did a piece, Anonymous Inc. about money laundering in the USA. Did you happen to see that one? I do remember it. Yes, yes remember how the, at the end that the two scumbags was, well there was a lot of lawyers involved 16 only one stood up in the beginning and said no i don't want anything to do with this the rest of them hung out during the whole uh you know uh well it was a setup but it wasn't it was all an acting job by the 60 minute crew you know what i'm talking about if you remember it but yeah. they no, i remember but, yeah absolutely and, Yep, and then the guys are sticking around that, and they're like, "Oh, we don't have to worry anything about we're we're attorneys. we write the laws. We don't we don't have to worry about anything. You know what I mean? They and portrayed the United States with the biggest money laundering country in the world, but we're not. We you know there's this delusion." about the United States that we have markets that are not interfered with, like as if we have a free market economy. That's the biggest load of crap. Quantitative easing, one, two, three, four, it hasn't ended. The the, the repo market, the bailouts, the buying of bonds and propping up of the stock market where it's, it, it's a top 1% to 10% that constantly get bailed out. During the crashes, whether it's a dot-com burst, a housing burst, too big to fill, none of those criminals with, you know, Lehman Brothers, um, you know, Chase Morgan involved in the, you know, automatic foreclosure crisis. Uh, One West Bank, where Steve Mnuchin came out of, the mm. foreclosure king, that piece of garbage. Um, Kamala Harris would to go after him, no. the foreclosure king. Right. Right? He becomes Trump treasury secretary yep. in the Look what happened during the 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 uh, bah, 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 the latest uh, CARES Act. You know, my father had a business, Spoken Wheel Bike Shop here in Bridgeport. The only bike shop still open. A fellow who worked from us bought it. The, the estate was carrying the note. He got foreclosed on during the pandemic. The building was appraised at two and a quarter, two years before the pandemic. They foreclosed on it for 51,400 oh, pennies God. on the dollar. Incredible. Totally. During the pandemic because he got behind in his taxes. He was the only bike shop still open in the city of 150,000 people because of the urban decay here, like Paul Newman called Bridgeport, the armpit of America. Right. Or he used to live in Westport. It's a sacrifice zone. So you you add that in, plus you have the new Wismos and Gidgets, I call them, that the kids play with. You know, I grew up with a rotary phone and the only time we were inside was when we were grounded because there was only three TV channels and we didn't want to be inside so the whole market shifted point being he was chris got behind his taxes he was trying to hang in there 50-year business mm-hmm. so he's a couple of years behind cares act he didn't qualify so they said he moved in and foreclosed on him during the pandemic and a lot of small businesses suffered this happened yeah. you know well that's
0: how was getting rich getting grants getting loans yeah. getting awards making millions while everyone else suffered because yeah. of his policies that were enacted by the federal government here once Trump mm-hmm. left office and, and the Democrats in in their democratic governors, like the one oh. in
2: Connecticut. We we you know we, we got <laughs> Mayor Ganum went to prison, right? For I don't know what exactly whether it was uh, fraud or whatever. He was our mayor, he went to prison for seven <laughs> years. Was, right. Yeah, that's, that's right. What? I remember that actually. Oh. He, he's our mayor today he come out of prison the cops got behind him he got reelected
0: he got reelected after coming out of prison that i didn't know yeah. oh
2: my this God. is gotham city for real yeah. he a, got a, didn't
0: yeah. that happen wasn't another remember marion barry in dc yeah. the same thing right
2: yeah it's, this bum couldn't be a, 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 a police officer but yet he's in charge of them as mayor, you knowing the executive branch. The mayor's above the cops. He's, you see what I'm saying? But he couldn't be a cop because of his felony record. It's unbelievable.
0: And like I said, this is it's a that's cult mentality. You know, it's it's a total cult mentality that you know. It's like the cult of the, in Connecticut. It's the cult of the Democratic Party. You, it's very difficult to win there. You know, if you're not a, if you're not a Democrat, there are a lot of very Connecticut. From what I, you know, I'm from New York. I'm from Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah, I very very rarely went to Connecticut, uh-huh. but um, but I did the the idea I get about Connecticut is that it's very it's wealthy Democrats, isn't it? A lot yeah. of wealthy Democrats.
2: It's yeah, well, you got you know Greenwich and Westport, especially in there, the south shore,
0: right? So. The south the south part of uh, Connecticut.
2: It's it's very yeah, coastal. Awesome. Mm-hmm. The coastal area,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, so it's it's these elitist Democrats.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they you know a lot of them were, you know. Wall Street, Wolves of Wall Street. You know, working mm-hmm. in New York and having their homes just up the coast. You know what I mean? In Connecticut, they get out of the city, right? And uh, that's it's it's don't forget it's the home of the American Bar Association, Yale Law. But you also got Yale Divinity School, Harvard Law, Harvard Divinity. You know what I mean? In the the uh, Knights of Columbus Tower in the Haven, uh, was, you know Chief Chaplain for the Knights for the whole United States. It's a very colonial, uh, old, right. money, good old boy uh, uh, state. And, uh, you know, uh, Castellano got indicted, went to prison. The other thing that happened is Letitia James sent me a thank you letter, whatever you think of her. her, assisting her <laughs> well,
0: I don't think much of her. In fact, the new poll came out, she's going to mention, showing her a point behind. So hopefully she loses.
2: Well, you know, she did sue the Catholic Church for failure to protect children. I got to hand it to her for that. And she's the only attorney general who did that. And um, I was referred by uh, the Foreign Board of Trees, the Dutch Board of Trustees, where I was sexually assaulted by a priest at for to talk settlement with Detroit law when they got corroborating evidence on the priest. Doing, who not only did that to me, but others. It was a sexual assault. Didn't go beyond that. But... My thing was, if he did that to a 255 pound freshman on full scholarship, had me come into his office, my theology teacher, what else did he do? Yeah. And how, because that's grooming. That's the beginning. You're following the test oh, in the world. Yeah. But I mean, she might have been normal
0: before Trump. You know, like I said, a lot of people came down with Trump derangement syndrome and they went crazy. They went insane. You know, there was like insanity, they, they became mentally ill and her her incredible hatred for Trump and her her screaming and yelling for years about how she's going to get him no matter what she should not have been able to keep that job anymore you know and then of course she you know gets him on some crappy ridiculous civil thing that'll go nowhere um but you can't i mean if you listen to her rantings on Trump i mean they're they're unhinged they're unhinged yeah, well, many democrats rantings on Trump
2: yeah i th- th- of course it's all political theater in the sense that it's a they're playing their part, I'm not suggesting it's right I'm saying that's the that's political theater but um i one thing I will say that was disappointing was the DOJ opened their investigation, William Barr in the Trump administration in two thousand and eighteen, and all the folks like me had high hopes that the church would finally be held accountable. Because they harbored the criminals with their canon laws of secrecy. They have canon laws of secrecy that are, that, and the modus operandi that clearly everybody knows by now. You know, they've moved the priests around from church to church, from state to state, from yeah. continent to continent. It's international sex trafficking, and it starts at the Vatican. Those canon oh, I, laws. I have,
0: that, no, I have no positive opinion about the church. Their problem is they need to let, I'm going to be very frank, they need to let these priests fuck. They've had them have real lives. That's one of the biggest problems with this: is this oppression. That I, I knew guy. I I know I know people who ended up being gay. You know, gay men who got married to other men, and you know, yeah. came out gay men and had lives and maybe adopted kids. And I know a couple who, like, when they were growing up in New York, they had you know very conservative families, and they ended up going into the monastery. And the things they do in the monastery are sick, man. I've heard some oh. sick things they do, like you know, with the the what do they call that? Where they whip themselves. What do they call that? When they go oh,
2: back. I know what they're talking about, the fledgling. Flagell-
0: flagell- yeah, the flag. With- they do that stuff all the time. And I mean, they're basically shut off from the rest of society. You can't have any, right. you're not supposed to any unpure sexual thoughts. These are, come on, it's the 21st century, man. There's the internet. There's poor, these people have, they're humans. They have sexual desires. They should be able to have sex. They should be able to have lives. They should be able to have marriage. They're married to God. How idiotic is that? You they should well, have, if they allowed them like the other churches do, allow them to marry and allow them to have sexual intercourse, I think you'd see that's why you're seeing it. You see it in the Catholic Church. You don't see it in other churches. You see it mostly in the Catholic Church because they have oppressive rules around sexuality. That's the problem.
2: The, the Mormon Church has got its issues too, though. I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing. The thing is, if you read the Gospels, um, Paul. And Romans, I think it is, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe Timothy, I got to look back. But either way, he says that, you know, elders, bishops should have one wife. One wife. Because back in the day, polygamy was popular. So yeah. they should have one wife. He doesn't say, he says there'll be a strange religion where men will ask to be celibate. Mm-hmm. And yet the Catholic Church is the catholic church violates the gospels in so many ways it's outrageous so people catholics don't like to hear that but it's true i mean their are canon laws themselves I, I'm, canon pretty,
0: laws- I, I'm pretty open when it comes to this this stuff when it comes to human when it comes to sexuality and marriage yeah. I, I have to tell you the truth I have, I, let a man have more than one wife the problem with the fdls church is a woman can't have more than one husband <laughs> it only works one way,
2: right? Right.
0: <laughs> and you can't have a woman with three husbands. You see, that's not allowed. But you can have a husband with three. You ever see that show, Big Love? The no, TV? I miss that. Oh, yeah. it's so good with Bill Paxton. Oh, so fantastic! You should watch. It. I think it's HBO. They have it. It's you know, it was like I think ten, twelve years ago. Big Love, and it was about the FDLs, and Bill Paxton is part, and he has three wives, and they have three, they have three homes, and they're all attached, and they go between the homes, and they all know each other. They're all very friendly with each other it's it's a great show it really is and it made is me think place? it made me think very differently about 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 the fdls as, as crazy as it may really sound oh, but uh yeah. but i think you know their problem obviously is that's all one way it's a male dominant society you know yeah. it's a totally male dominant society and i don't think they would allow <laughs> i don't think they'd go from my plan of letting women have more than one husband, but then it would be fair at least, you know, <laughs> then it'll be much more fair, but I'm pretty open with that stuff. I think a marriage is just a, it's just a license. It's a certificate. What does it really matter? I, you know, I think I, I, I you know, it changes everything I know, but it's, it's, it's all, all that stuff is more like, I don't really believe in the church. So all that stuff to me is just legally and stuff, right? You're legally, you you know you're legally bound to someone else. There you know the that you you have rights. What they die you know you have rights. Yeah. To, but I mean I I don't I don't see the big deal when people say marriage. Oh my god, one man has more than one wife. But what about one guy with four girlfriends?
2: You know I again I I, I feel like uh, people have their own relationship with with their spiritual life and their personal life. As long as they're not abusing kids. Been,
0: yeah, well, no, of course, you know, consenting you know. adults. I'm not talking about
2: kids, of course not. It's all consent. No, no, I'm just saying, as long as they're right. With another adults, problem. Another you know. problem
0: I understand with the FDL churches. A lot of these women are very young. You know, that's a problem, obviously.
2: Yeah, they're teenagers. A lot of them are young. They're right, 14. right,
0: it, right. Which is that? That's obviously that's that's problematic. That that should not be allowed, obviously. But I think if they're you know 18, 17, 18 or older, and consenting, right. adults, like I don't have look. Don't I'm don't very, even, very I'm very liberal. <laughs> That's my, I'm very liberal when it comes to that kind of thing. You know, I don't, I don't go back to Bill Clinton. I'm, I, I have the, you know, it's like, I'm, I have more of like a French, you know, like the French don't care about this stuff, right? The French didn't care at all. Fuck someone in the oval office. They probably they thought more of him because he did that. I don't think that was, a, that wasn't my problem with Bill Clinton. I don't care about that kind of stuff. What I care about is, you know, Paul, the economics, That's what I care about. I care about policies that affect people. I don't care about their personal lives. I don't care if we had a Guma. I don't give a shit about that stuff, you know, and I don't care about, you know, it's like Woody Allen is now canceled, you know, such bullshit. But of course he can go to France and make a movie. They don't care about that stuff here. We care about stuff that's really petty. Sometimes people's personal lives, their sex lives, who they're married to, how many women they have, how many men they have, who cares, as long as it's consenting adults and no one's being forced to do anything, once again, government needs to stay out of people's
2: business. You know? Yeah, I, I I concur with that. I I know you have another caller. Let me make one last suggestion. Go ahead. No, go ahead. We'll get to Daniel in a second. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Uh, have you heard of church militant, Michael Voris? No. He's, they're a no. group of reporters that are acting to try and clean up the church. I mean they have – seminarians reporting to them, like you talked about the seminarians. They have uh, survivors reporting to them. They make uh, videos and they expose the crime to the church with the intent of trying to clean it up. Their position is like, Judas infiltrated the original church. Satan has always been part of, you know, infiltrating the church, and they're trying to clean it up. The point I'm trying to make is they they expose uh, this uh, toxic element, you know, we've discussed, and uh, they exposed the Bridgeport Diocese. Oh, man, Bishop Lori Bridgeport Diocese, Church Militant, this is where I am, Bridgeport, and they totally fillet it. (laughs) There's a pipeline from Brazil where they're bringing these groomed boys over (laughs) into seminary up in 95, New York, Bridgeport and then Hartford—they're all working together now. Church Militant doesn't get sued by the church. In other words, they'd be sued if they were, you know, libeling the church if the church thought they could win. But Church Militant got the goods on them. So, if anyone was interested in what's going on and uh, that organization—they're they're Trumpers too. Um, I—what did you think about William Barr though? And Trump and Barr shut down the investigation to the Catholic Church December 2020, which was a
0: huge Yeah, Barr has done some good things and some bad things, you know, he has, you know, and I think that, you know, um, he's sometimes I I think he's done fair things and things that aren't fair. I don't know. I have very mixed feelings about about Bill Barr. You know, he's now after, you know, now they all go and they write their books and they talk about how horrible Trump is because that's the popular thing to do. And it sells books and it makes them millions of dollars. So I don't I don't trust any of these books that are being these anti-Trump, you know, how how tough he was to work for, how difficult. Was. I think that's just the, the thing to do now to make money. It, you know, once again, it, it, I think a lot of these people are I'll get to you in a second, Daniel, don't go anywhere. Um, I think I think these a lot of these people are just taking advantage of the Trump derangement syndrome. Those people to make money. I, I, you know, I think it's I think it's sad. I really do.
2: Well, I mean, we do have to look at his cabinet: uh, Rex Tillerson, Exxon, uh, Steve Mnuchin, the foreclosure king. I, I, I don't know if he just surround himself with bad people or what, but he was, you know, he was a Democrat for a while, and he donated both sides and went to Hillary Clinton's daughters. What is it? Did he go to Chelsea Clinton's wedding? I'm trying to remember. I remember seeing a picture with Clinton a lot at one yeah. time. Yeah. Right. So he's been. Listen, man, I know you really like him. My position is, uh, I only think anyone who becomes president can only do so much. Jesse Ventura made a comment. They were asking him about politics. And he said, well, you know, people get in there. Sometimes I run with good intention. And then they get inside and the deep state pulls them in and shows them the Subruder tapes. You know what I mean? The JFK assassination tapes. You, you're going to walk this path. You know what I mean? You yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not a big Trump fan.
0: I, I'm not, I just don't hate him the way right, right, right. I, mean, I have my friends. I look, once again, they are insane. These people, I'm sorry. I have friends who I, I call them insane. They know that I have friends. I don't hate Trump and yet I don't watch his rallies. Okay. I have right. people who absolutely hate Trump yet they can't stop watching his rallies. And then I'll, I'll speak to them, and they'll say, Mike, did you see the Trump rally? And I yelled and I go, you're the one who can't stand him. Why do you watch it? I don't, I don't hate him, Mike. I don't want to watch his rallies. Why right, do you watch right. his rallies if you hate them? They cannot help themselves. Right, right. They, they, yeah, they, I... So he'll say something that will annoy them and then they go insane. I think, why don't you just stop watching? No one, because it's a crazy addiction, Bill. It's some yeah. very – I think we're going to be talking about – I think this is what books – people should write books about this because we're going to be mm-hmm. talking about this decades from now. This should be – Trump derangement syndrome should be in history. We should be teaching this in 2050 to kids. What happened? Yeah.
2: I've never seen anything like this before. Have you? No. You know, I – I uh, wow. I mean, Trump is a phenomenon. No question about it. Um, he, he People love to love him and love to hate him. Like with a passion, just like they were, felt about Ali. Either you loved Ali, you freaking hated him. Very few people who followed boxing were in the middle. And Do that's why,
0: him? that makes sense. That's why his 2020 election brought out so many people, right? Right. Most ever, right. The most votes ever for Democrat, the most votes ever for Republican
2: in the same, yeah. in the same
0: election. In the same election. You're right. Absolutely. That proves it. You're right. 100%. Bill, let me go. I'll go to Daniel. Yeah, sure. Thanks for the Thanks. call. It was interesting. Thanks for the conversation.
2: Yeah, well, always. All right. Take care.
0: Bye-bye. Sure. Okay, let's see. Does Daniel – Daniel, do you want to talk? Did you want to say something? You left the queue. You were in the queue. Maybe Daniel might be – there he is. All right, here's the guy. Here's the guy with more than one wife, or is it less than one wife? I forget.
3: How you doing? You're doing – I'm cracking up. Did you say wife? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if it's more than one or less than one. I forgot which one. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: I'm trying to just. I'm trying to find a girlfriend again. For yeah. Just go. <laughs> you. I, I, I just called to tell you that uh, domestic is going to be requiring that you show your papers and wear a mask. And uh, I'm going to help them put in that plexiglass barrier between the front and back seats. So. Oh, when, when I tweet, I'll tweet as soon as the show's over. I'll tweet this. You
0: have to see the setup this guy had, it was really something out of Mad Max. I've never seen anything like this before. It it, it might've taken him a couple of days to figure, to figure this out. I mean, did Mad
3: like, Max have a plexiglass barrier? I'm trying to remember. You, you, you it
0: might've well, might been bulletproof, but this was like, you know, I, I've never seen anything like this. I mean, and to think, but, but the point is the way this was set up, it looked like it was obviously set up to be that way forever. He's never going to take it down.
3: Yeah. Um, I got up kind of early this morning because I had to uh head into to uh, work um and uh for the for the first time in a few months <laughs> and um on the way there I I noticed an exceptional what I thought was an exceptional number exceptional number of masks um on my on my walk it's about a mile and a half walk to the Embarcadero station in San Francisco and, um I counted i think I was estimating about twenty five to thirty percent of people were wearing masks and I, It seems to be a, the morning crowd, um which I usually don't see that early um, but by the evening, people usually aren't wearing as many It's maybe like around ten percent um In in my experience, in most areas of San Francisco, I can get over in the Marine and stuff like that area. and far fewer wearing it. If you get into like the Mission area, and you can see, you know, lots more people wearing them. But um, yeah, it's 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 quite a phenomenon with with people still still wearing these these stupid things on their on their face, Um, um, and. yeah. Yeah. Um, that's I, I just called to, to basically kid you about uh, the, the the ride to uh, to see uh, Atlas and uh, and uh, Ariarity. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I
0: I'm like I hope more people go. Like I said, if you're in the, if you're anywhere near Palo Alto, you should really join that. You should come next Friday to see Dr. Atlas because just incredible guy who, you know, as many people know, he Trump brought him in too little too late. Should have brought him in in March, brought him in like in you know, August, September of 2020. And he confronted you know he had a different view as we know of Bur- and burks and uh and redfield and fauci and he said they're all they cared about was the narrative he, they, didn't, they didn't care about the facts they didn't care about the evidence they didn't care about the science and it was like th- two or three months where it was like them versus him and finally he had to leave
3: yeah 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 everyone come down you can meet the uh, atlas and curiosity and uh or Ariarity and um and Sorry, it is curiosity. I'm getting confused. Um, and you can meet your uh, favorite uh, um, call-in host as well, probably.
0: You could, yes, you can meet me. And uh-huh. and 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 I'm guessing Eric uh, Dingleberry is not going to be there. Hopefully, right? Eric Fingle Dingle, whatever the fuck his name yeah. <laughs> from Twitter. You know these these alarmist doctors. Do- <laughs> doctors in quotes.
3: Yeah, maybe Richard Pan will be there as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, there's so many of these doctors who have been giving out false information day after day, day after day. Fear and hysteria driven, and they have never been suspended once. And a guy like McCullough has his account canceled. Can you believe this? I mean, it's it's, it's, it's insanity.
3: Yeah, right. it, it, it looks like uh, Jay Bhattacharya's, um, um tweets and um, the tweets, the, his retweets of another physician that. Um, Um, retold of an experience that he has had recently since the passing of AV, whatever it was, that that California law that Newsom signed in that is basically getting between doctors and patients um, with respect to doctors giving advice on on all matter of things, not just COVID, but in all matter of things. Um, And and he he tweeted in an experience um, recent, recently, um, that you know it had had to do with COVID, mm-hmm. and, um, and it looks like they're kind of shadow banning that that tweet specifically, specifically, not not the the um, not Jay in particular, or not the uh, physician that that wrote it, but they seem to be banning that specific tweet without taking it down. They seem to be throttling it down in some way.
0: Well, you know, I I, I don't know. I don't know when this is going to stop. My hope is that it stops very soon. And like, yeah, all the the people who are invited back on their accounts are unsuspended Musk does some kind of a big, you know, uh, a big, whatever it is, tweet or speech saying everyone who's been suspended is is unsuspended. Clean slate. There's not going to be the censorship anymore because it, it really seems now that they're doing it on spite. It really seems now they're doing it on spite. It really, really. And they, they seem to have no fear of Musk. I don't understand why. But well, didn't... you know,
3: my biggest concern is that Musk simply doesn't follow through, that it's all been a business-related ploy and that and that, um, and that uh, once, maybe it didn't start out that way, but, you know, somewhere along the line, uh, his lawyers are telling him, hey, I don't know about this, Elon, you might be able to make some more money going in this other direction, you know, and so well, I, I, when, I, when I see it happening, yeah. I'll, I'll, then I'll, I'll praise Elon. I think also now,
0: I think it could be just people at Twitter who know their time is limited. They're either going to be fired or quit. And now they're just doing it on spite on their way out the door.
3: That may be, but like I said, um, don't catch your, You know, don't count those chickens yet. Um, I'm waiting for Elon to actually follow through before I start praising him. I mean, uh, well, he's got to
0: take, I'm waiting for him to take over the controls. It seems to be done now legally, but I want, I want, he needs to take over the controls. He needs to come down here to San Francisco he needs to go to Market Street. He needs to get an office there. He needs to be there. He needs to, to really take control of this thing. I know he probably doesn't want to live here, but he's got to spend at least some time here. You know, he can get a big room in the or President's suite at the Fairmont for a few months. And he's got to really be here, I think, and take control of
3: this thing. Yeah, I think he probably realizes that as well, if if that is what is going to happen indeed. I mean, if, if, if it comes to pass that it does bring back freedom of speech to that platform, then I think you're right that he is going to have to get kind of personally involved in order to make it happen. Anyway, um, I'm signing off because it's getting late and um, have a good evening.
0: Thanks for the call, Daniel. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. So uh, what else do we want to cover here before we wrap this up? Oh, uh, if you're in Florida, The average price for gas is $3.11. If you're here in California, the price is $6.18. So $3, it's double, it's double, it's double. When will people here get it? I know I talk about this yet. When, When will people here get it? They're paying double. They're paying twice per gallon for gas here in California. Yet the Democrats here think Newsom's doing a great job and DeSantis is Satan. These people are out of their fucking heads out of their heads. I mean, we know they like to ignore facts because they're deranged. But it's coming out of their wallets. Don't they see their their accounts being depleted paying 6 dollars a gallon on average and if you're in San Francisco like I am, I don't drive, but if you're in San Francisco or LA it's 7, 8, even 9 dollars a gallon for gas. And yet these people will continue to believe that Gavin Newsom is the best thing since sliced Bread, which sliced bread isn't that great anyway, but uh, the best thing since sliced bread, and that and that uh, Ron DeSantis is, is evil. Death, Santa. These people are nuts, but that's a fact. Once again, that's a fact. Gas is twice the price in California than in Florida. Alex Berenson. Well, I'm surprised. I don't want to put the jinx on him. Hasn't been suspended again, but you see, Alex Berenson went to court. So maybe Peter McCullough, if he thinks it's worth it, probably doesn't, could go to court and get his account back. But as Alex Berenson tweeted, I'll just keep saying it because it's true and because I can. The MNRA COVID vaccines, in quote, they're not vaccines, no vaccine lasts two months, are unsafe, ineffective, and should be withdrawn. Unsafe, ineffective, should be withdrawn. Unsafe, ineffective, should be withdrawn. And once again, I just want to mention what I said at the top of the show, what a, a, a unfunny, talentless, well, they used to have talent, maybe because his writers were better. Hack, Stephen Colbert is. And there's a reason why Greg Gutfeld on Fox, on Fox, a cable network, okay? A cable channel is beating him big time in that time slot. Beating Colbert. Beating Colbert from whatever it is. I guess the, they're on, he's on, like, Gutfeld's on, eleven to midnight, Colbert's on eleven thirty to twelve thirty, but from eleven thirty to twelve half hour, Gutfeld, the last half hour of Gutfeld is beating the first half hour of Colbert. A network show. A network talk show. Because people want funny. They want edgy. They want you know them, they want they want edgy humor. They don't want politically correct DNC hack woke humor. They don't want to see Fauci. They don't want skits with Fauci. They don't want skits with someone evil. All right? I guess Colbert's the kind of guy that would have done a skit with Hitler. Fuck him. Hey, Iggy. What's up?
4: How's it going, man? Good. I am sorry I came late to it. I was in yeah, for
0: the show I was going to end it then I saw you were there I said let's 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 end it on Iggy what's going on okay I don't
4: right well so I, I know I've I've missed all the Twitter chat right what I would say I'm sure somebody else has said this fuck twitter right if it's <laughs> if it's if it's got 50 if it's got 400 million users and maybe 50 possibly even 80% of those are bots fuck them right people have this idea that twitter has real big cultural significance yet um yet it's clearly bent right So why don't, so, so apply the principle of competition and just go elsewhere. And that's what kind of, that's what getter is. Right. And so, so just. And 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 truth. I'm
0: on on getter and truth. Truth is also big. Exactly.
4: Hmm. You know, you've got to use them all, haven't you? And just, and there will be a tool that, that does all three, no doubt in one go. So I would say that just fuck Twitter, go and use competition and build, build build an alternative
0: well if you were if you were elon musk i I don't know if you missed this or not but if you were Mm. elon musk and you now supposedly officially have this and you spent 45 billion dollars wouldn't you say okay the censorship ends today if you want your job to be there when i when i officially officially take the office if you want your job to be there there'll be no more censorship why not say that i would wouldn't you what's the big deal yeah i
4: i would in principle but let's face it if, if you you would you, the, the 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 platform and the ability to censor is really where the value comes from because you because what you're doing is you're really buying mind control aren't you if you're saying to the state and the entity the powers that be under me i can i can essentially wield a better form of power because because twitter's now known to be so bent that people can't take it that seriously. So along comes comes a free agent like Elon Musk and says he's returning Rome to the people. But really what he does underneath is a more sophisticated form of censorship. That's got greater value to me, if you see what I mean.
0: Well, I do. I I understand that. I mean, my hope is that I'm taking Elon Musk at his word and he believes in freedom of speech. He believes in the First Amendment and it's going to be like it is on getter and twitter where you can say what you want you can say what you want people can block should, you if they be, want they cannot wrong. want they cannot get your feet if they want but you're not going to be banned and suspended yeah. for saying what you want as long as it's within the boundaries of the law and not violent
4: yeah, yeah. and yeah. it'll be easy it'll be easy to test on one level whether or not you can write ridiculous shit and don't get banned but it's difficult to test on the other level of shadow banning algorithmic
0: control no the shadow banning dark is the- mechanisms <laughs> Yeah, the shadow banning is the most insidious. I, I've been shadow banned for a long time now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I know I'm shadow banned and many people I know have been shadow banned. Um, but that's that's the tougher thing. And but but Elon Musk believes in that. He believes it's a thing. He has said he believes people are shadow banned. He's not denying that happens the way Twitter. Twitter denies that they think it's they say, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. No, you're not. It's there's shadow banning. Yeah. And I'm sure so, Elon Musk so- now knows that. He, I'm sure he's well, gotten the data that there were shadow banning. So,
4: so, so whether, you, whether that gets fixed, users will never really have a full handle on that. So, so don't, don't hold your breath on it. With, well, with Colbert, right, yeah, oh, oh, I don't, uh, Colbert to me strikes me as an absolutely state sycophant. And that's proven of by is. the fact, he's not, no a, the fact he's not funny. B, he's a standard sycophant. And C, look at his vaccine stance. His vaccine stuff was absolutely appalling right you just go. oh my god you could never defend this and uh, and also he doesn't pr- pronounce his own surname properly everybody knows that's called he's called Stephen colbert right not a colbert <laughs> right you know anyone who, anyone who tries anyone who tries to frenchify their own there's name And not, there's, there's just nothing a fucking french idiot. about him really is exactly, there exactly <laughs> exactly it's not called oh, it's a soft t yeah yeah of course it is <laughs> it's a soft well, t yeah
0: soft. I, I know well look the fact of the matter is, is that when he was on I have to when he was on Comedy Central, I liked him. I thought the Colbert rapport was funny. You know, I thought it was edgy. I thought it was something different. And then he goes and people thought he would sell out. But boy, they didn't know he sell out this much. I mean, he became a total sellout to the mm-hmm. left wing. Total mm-hmm. sellout. And I know his shtick on Comedy Central was like a fake right winger. I get it. A, like a fake. What was the guy's name that was on Fox? O'Reilly. I get it. I get it. It was like a send up of O'Reilly, but it was funny and it was well written, you know, and it was smart humor. His stand up is horrible. His monologue sucks. There's nothing funny about his skits. Mm-hmm. I mean, the writing is so awful and it's obvious that he just wants to suck up now to the left, to Hollywood, to the Democrats, that whole sure. industry. And it's 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 so woke. Ugh. I mean, it's, it's horrible, you know, and there's a good reason. Like I said, it's unheard of for a late night show, an established late night slot on a network to get beaten by Fox. And he's being beaten by, by Gutfeld. And if you watch Gutfeld's show, you'll know why he's beating him. You know, it's 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 actually funny and edgy and and Colbert's not. I mean, that's the point of those shows, right, to be funny. I think so. I mean, yeah, you know, okay. Johnny he, Car- but also Johnny Carson was a great interviewer. You know, these, these guys like Colbert, shit interviews. They don't know how to interview people. Johnny yeah, Carter did because... in-depth interviews for like an hour sometimes, yeah, in-depth.
4: Because, because when they bring a person on, it's all about marketing. It's just a marketing exchange. It's Ryan, exactly. Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Ryan, right. Ryan Gosling come on, and he's now talking about his latest Netflix film. If you watch that, it's just a marketing thing. It's just an advert for that film, right? Everything that they do is an advert. The, the whole thing on these platforms is adverts. But also um, – But he's, if, if you, look at like, if you look to these entities to be anything like a, a, um, a service to society, like the news is meant to be kind of like a service to society, it's not. It's all entertainment. I think even in your law now, news is actually considered to be an entertainment product, which is why it's not really accountable. And that's what I've heard. I've never really found the underpinning law of it. But if you're 10 news channels and nine of them are essentially re- repeating or echo chambers of, it, of themselves – in order for you to differentiate yourself, all you need to do as the 10th channel, is to be one toe in front on either edginess or content or editorial line. And that's yeah, it. You've that's now it. differentiated yourself. And that's what GB News is in the UK. It's actually, it's actually just a form of, I hate this term, but it's a bit like controlled opposition. Except it's not quite opposition. It's just differentiated sameness, if you see what I mean. It's just one step ahead. Right.
0: Absolutely. No, there's, there's 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 no doubt about it. But like I said, I mean, I uh, I think I I I think the fact that I think the fact that people are are stopping are not watching these shows anymore, you know, um, is is a good thing. I think people are starting to get it. They really are, you know. That like you said, it's a PR. It's one thing, but it's one thing to be like a, a PR for like a you know the movie companies or the movie distributors or actors or celebrities, but it's nothing to be the PR. Campaign guy for the Democratic Party. And that's what that's what a lot of these late, all of them are, right? Whether it's Colbert or whether it's Kimmel or, or, or Cor, what's his name? What's the guy from Britain? James Corbin? Corbin? What's his mm. name? I always his name. Yeah, James Corbett, I think. Corbett, yeah, he, he's another one. They all did like these ridiculous vaccine things, right? These vaccine skits promoting the vaccine. I mean, James Corbett did his like his vaccine dance. It was ridiculous. Mm. And so's Colbert. They've all done these like vaccine like empty like music video ridiculous productions all propaganda totally propagandized to appeal to supposedly to younger people Mm. who don't even watch those shows anyway and uh that's that's the real that's the hateful part of it if it was just like a fluff thing you know you know promoting movies and promoting actors and promoting tv shows all right whatever it's a late night show that would be that would be banal but to go the extra yard yards and be yeah. like a, a, the, the mouthpiece for the Democratic Party, the mouthpiece of big pharma, the mouthpiece of big government and big tech, that's what's really disgusting. Yeah. You know,
4: D- just very quickly, Mike, go ahead. when the people, you know, people in your circle, are there people that, you know, who like Colbert? And actually like the kind of da 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 vaccine da 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 vaccine do they do you know no who I, like I, I, that? I tell you
0: the truth this is what uh, this is what I like this is why I think it's it's people, more people are getting it I, I know I, the Democrats I know most of them hate him they don't think he's funny you know so it's like that that kind of thing that he does might not bother them as much as it bothers us but they simply don't watch him because they don't think it's, it's they don't mm. they don't laugh they're not they do not laugh they are they are not entertained by him. You know, so that's yeah. a good thing. That's a good thing. I mean, because it is just propaganda,
4: really. And th- the thing is, you know, there are plenty of people who've been in a similar situation to him who were vaccine evangelists. And then they then they had what what's become referred to as instant pharma, you know, effectively. They've gone on to Facebook and they said, oh, everybody should get a vaccine. Hooray, I've got a vaccine. Look, I'm protected now. And then three weeks later, they're dead or they're seriously injured. And that's instant pharma.
0: Ab- absolutely. no No doubt about it. You know, and. I saw today I was on, I was on the internet before the show and I'm seeing this, this person dies at 28, this person died at 38, this person died at 61, this person. And it's just like, yeah, this is normal. This is normal. I'm seeing two or three of these a day, every day. And, uh, it's just, it's just, uh, you know, the excuses people die. Yeah. What are you gonna do? And we know what's happening. And it's just, this is incredibly sad. And I, I, I don't know when the numbers are going to compile big enough where people are going to wake up to this stuff. I mean, it's just, it's insane to me. It really is. And we're seeing the real numbers now, like I mentioned yesterday, you know, 8% of the t- 10 million people in the, fo- in the focus group who ended up having to go to the hospital because of the shot. 25% couldn't go to work the next day. These numbers are starting to get bigger and bigger and bigger and all this information that's been hidden that they've known about since day one is starting to come out. And boy, I don't understand why more people aren't, aren't up in arms over this stuff.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it just, it's just a huge lag. You know, when you're ahead of the curve, it takes years for people to catch up. And that's just, that's everything. You just got and, and yeah, to wait. Yeah. Especially when the in.
0: media doesn't talk about it. Exactly. When exactly. most of the media doesn't talk about it, you know, that's the problem. Hey, Hey, uh, Iggy, thanks for the call. I'm going to wrap just the deep. show up. Thanks. Thanks Take a lot. You, man. Sure. All right. Well, this is a long, I think this might be over an hour and a half. This might be a longer show, but. It was a good show, entertaining show. I learned things. Bill was in the NFL and the CFL. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Daniel does not have many wives. I didn't know that. No, I knew that. Um, But I want to thank my calls. Who called? William called. Daniel called. Iggy called. Uh, I see Oof is there listening. Um... And uh, who else called? Oh, Domestic called. Domestic called. Okay. Uh, and uh, thanks for listening to the show. Once again, we'll do this again tomorrow night, 11 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. UK time. The name of the show is Unless Be Heard. I'm Mike Chopley. Remember, always remember, vote Democrats out of office. Vote them out now. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.